Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 134 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Tuesday of bets, also known as September 28th, 2021. Now, I know you saw the title. I know you're juiced up for all things week three recapped from the TTL crew. But before we get into all of that and more, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional TTL content dropping. But if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well as we always do release the audio after every live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, if you could be so kind, you can find it on your heart, you have a couple extra seconds to do so. Hit that like like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make Talking in Line Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least... Head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate the TalkintheLine.com website, the all of the TTL crew's social platforms, and our additional content. So you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 134, one more time, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Cap'n Colt, Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some knowledge, insights, analysis as we recap everything week three. But before I go any further, I've said a lot of we, I've said a lot of crew, I've said a lot of us, but I have neglected to bring in the second half of the TTL Sports Media crew. So without further ado, my friends, let me bring him on in. The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and resident TTL cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, no complaints as always. We've got a beautiful Tuesday on deck today. Nice week three recap. Haven't really dove too much in some, into uh, some of these, uh, you know, lookbacks, uh, even off the air here. So I'm excited to talk about a few of these teams here because we had a hell of a weekend, my friend. 
uh, not quite the game we were looking for last night, but still uh, something worth talking about. But hey, I'm excited to dive into some recaps nonetheless, my man. Yes, sir. Uh, yesterday will be definitely worth talking about. Didn't shake out the way the TTL crew had hoped, but you know, we're still bringing good vibes. We're bringing good energy. However, we have to briefly go back to the past. Us being a tra full transparency show here at the TTL pod. You know us. We always let you know how we did the day before. Now, we did bet on all of these. We put our full units on the spread and the total. And then our half units on the money line and the props. So let's recap everything from yesterday's best bets of the day. Wow. Okay. Phew. Goodness gracious all Friday. Uh, one W on that uh, screen there. We have not had one of these days since the beginning of the no, MLB sir. season. It has been a very long time. Uh, thank you for the win there, partner. At least we got a little cash in the bank account. But uh, we both were on the Eagles and the under. Eagles spread that being uh, nowhere near that. We will talk uh, about that game more in depth here. We'll probably uh, just hit on that one uh, to start things off here today since it's the freshest in our mind, sure. everything like that. But Yikes, not the uh, greatest showing there for the Eagles, my friends. And then, of course, the uh, Cowboys had to put up 50, 41 of their own points and uh, force that total over. So absolutely beautiful. And then Devontae Smith, once again, non-existent in the passing game. Don't know what's going on there. Thought he would have a uh, little bit of a resurgence here in mm -hmm. week two against a weak passing uh, defense. And uh, Jalen Hurts just... Didn't look good. No, wasn't not at feeding all. him the rock. Didn't look good at all. You know, uh, if we were given the opportunity to play that same game uh, the same way a million times, uh, we'll just say ten times, I probably would still play it the same way we did. I think so. I think that's just how it kind of shook out. But we will talk about all of that. Nonetheless, my friends, let's get that shit in the past. Are you kidding me? If you know us at the TTL pod. You know that is an anomaly. That go. is all that doggone thing is. And we have minds of goldfish. Don't even care if we can't pronounce we that word. We don't give a shit. It's, <laughs> it's anomaly, but I, I love saying anomaly. Yeah. All I know is that we will bounce back. Yes, sir. And that I hope you judge us by that losing day yesterday because we have so few of them. Continue to stick around for the winners. Continue to stick around for the Stone Cold Insights Analysis and everything in between because you better believe the next picks we give out start the next 10-day hot streak. I look back, partner, we were on a 10-day hot streak, or at least I was personally on um, the Action app. It had me tracked through, oh, yeah. so I was cooking. So that's all right. No problem. It just had to get to double digits, and they said, whoa, 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 whoa. We got we to gotta slow these guys down, slow them a, down little a little bit, bit. Yeah. That's all right. No problem. Nothing to worry about. Promise you guys, we got plenty of winners coming around the bend. And if you haven't been convinced already, watch this rebound, and you will want to name your firstborn child Colton, Riley, Soroka Magnuson, whatever your last <laughs> name is. <laughs> to blend together Soroka Magnuson. Is Colton yeah. Riley the first name, Soroka Magnuson the middle name? Colton Riley, yeah. Okay. okay. Colton Riley, and then everybody's like, you can't have an N and an R back-to-back. -back. How does that? No, it's Colton Riley, Soroka Magnuson, Soroka and Magnuson. then Smith, whatever. Colton Riley, Soroka Magnuson, I promise you. Smith. You want to name your firstborn <laughs> child after us, after this rebound. You just wait. But we're not talking about all that today. We got loads to get into on today's show. You know the drill, my friends. Tuesday brings another previous week's recap. So we'll talk about all of our bets. Uh, we did have a solid weekend uh, gambling across the board. So we'll talk about all of that. We'll talk about some of the key trends, some of the shit that we can pull in general, just uh, with our analyst hats on. Uh, you know, when we get to... Uh, 
bear down. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. Sure will. Uh, we'll have to talk about your cheese heads. Sure and, will. And uh, we'll put our little bit more bias hats on when we yeah, get to that. For so, sure. all that being said, my friends, enough nonsense, enough drama, enough of all of that shit hockey. We're getting into it. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Sounds good. Let's get into it. But before we do, before we do. Of course. To me. To you. Well, all, a little better one than that. Yeah, chick. Oh, yeah. Yep. And all you beautiful people watching the show today, drinking that black elixir of the guys. Take your sip and let's get on with this damn thing. Goodness gracious. That's the best one yet. Big fan of that mug over there, guy. Hey, if you guys can't. Little, oh, let me get it. Hey. Big fan. Hey. You know, hey, only CBD. <laughs> Only CBD Only and CBD coffee. And coffee, sure. Only sure, CBD sure, sure. and coffee. That's it. That's it. But let's get into today's show officially. Episode number 134 of the TTL pod with the full NFL week three recap. All right. If you haven't been here before, you're about to find out. You're about to see how things get down on a Tuesday. We're going to go game by game. We'll start, uh, yeah, let's just start with uh, last night, and then we'll go back to Thursday, and then we'll run through the entire Sunday slate as well. So fresh in my mind, last night, uh, we got Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas lay the hammer, uh, cover that minus three and a half with ease, 41-21, got the dub if you didn't stay all the way up for that one. Um, Not ideal. I thought we were going to be under on the total there as well. And Dallas just kept scoring, kept scoring, kept scoring. And then, uh, oh, finally, why not? The Eagles decide that they're going to get in the end zone as well. So all that being said, if I can draw anything from this game, it's that the Eagles suck. I think so. And uh, And I don't think that's an overreaction. And I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Uh, You know, the game against the 49ers, I think the 49ers are going to struggle a lot without a solid running game uh-huh. and we've obviously uh-huh. already seen it sure. um you know not to throw any shade at Sirianni or anything but I just don't think that he's the best head coach I don't think ever so right now um you know lack of pre-stamp motion was pretty ew. concerning you know and then they couldn't they couldn't run any play action because as soon as they ran any play action Hertz had three defenders in his face mask and that was it well it was as far as as far as pre-stamp motion it's not like they don't have the weaponry either no, I mean they've no. got studs on there yeah, at I least mean, talent-wise on their offense and weaponry. What, what's really disappointing me too is that you have Heisman Number one Heisman winner, sure. Devontae Smith, roll damn tied. And this is what we see. Yeah. Like, this is what we get. Like, ah, man. And I mean, okay, yeah, he's going to have a rookie week here to there, sure. but he's not going to have a bounce back week. And we're going to not going to involve him against the 32nd ranked passing defense in the league. It seems like they should at least try and do some, even if it's doing? gimmicky stuff to get him yeah, involved. Yeah, what are we doing? I, I mean, what are we doing? Uh, you know, they could have even done one of those bump passes and got him 30 yards around yeah. the corner, yeah. and we would have had half of our total taken care 100%. of last night. But that's neither here nor there. Um, other side of the ball, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, oh, closing thoughts on the Eagles. Offensive-wise, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Defensive-wise, they talked about it a lot last night on the Manicast. Without Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. they really lack a veteran leader. Sure. And I think you're going to still see a bunch of struggles on that defensive side of the ball. I, I thought they could improve a lot this year, and yikes. I think it was a mix yikes. of that, because obviously Brandon Graham is huge. But huge. I think it was a mix of that, and also, you know, kind of... 
what we saw early on might have been a little just nobody know, knew what to expect from them, and now you kind of get a little bit of tape. I think it's a, like 20% that and 80% Brandon Graham, honestly, from yeah. my side of things. And I, I still don't know what we can deduct about the Falcons because yeah. and, and why am I saying the Falcons? That's week one opponent sure. for the Eagles. And, you know, I, I don't know what all that means because now, and we'll talk about them, but goodness gracious, I just I think bottom line is the Eagles are bad, 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 bad. But other so. side of the ball, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm not buying into it yet. Okay. I'm not buying into the shit yet. Um, you know, a lot of people are kind of beating the drum that Zeke kind of ate last night. I I think he did have 100 yards. I think it ended up being that. Let me look for sure. 17 I... carries, 95 yards, two tutties. 95 yards, two tutties. The two tutties were inside the two-yard line, so that's not like he's ripping off sure. yards. But he did look better. He did. He, have, it was the best have... he's looked in a while. Yeah, he did have the nine-yard burst, the 12-yard yeah. burst. They looked good. He was able to put it together. So overall, he's looking better. Now, do I think that that is going to remain consistent? I don't think so. Okay. I just don't know that it's going to remain consistent here over the long haul with what we've already seen in the first two weeks. Sure. And Tony Pollard, mm -hmm. all of a sudden coming out of nowhere, easy cashing that over 30 and a half. I don't think we see him under 50 and a half now the right. way he's been producing. Right. I think he is going to be a very, very key part of this offense. And if Zeke struggles in any capacity in a game, Tony Pollard is immediately elevated to at least an RB2 for fantasy purposes. Uh, you know, I think the passing game stays consistent just because of Dak, just because of the weapons he has and how they can get open. But then again, there were just some bonehead plays by I the know. Eagles secondary last night that it was just like, why Why is that guy open? You, there's no reason to even have him open. Uh, play the sticks out in my head in, in the red zone. Uh, guys running around in circles, yeah. very yeah, yeah. close to the very end of the game. All right. you got to do is body that man up. I think it was 27-14, yeah, too. It wasn't like it was totally out of question either. Like, body that man up, and instead he's wide open in the end zone. So, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to be in a lot more shootouts than anybody would tend to believe. And I just believe because of the lack of pre-snap motion and play action yesterday from the Eagles and Sirianni, is what made that Cowboys defense look so doggone good. Yeah, I, I, I still have a lot of questions, boys. I, we woke up this morning. We already watched Get Up. We already watched uh, First Take. And, I mean, they are beating. The Cowboys are going to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. The Cowboys are winning Except Super Bowl 56. A, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, boys and girls, what is yeah. going on? I cannot wait because I firmly believe it's going to happen. How about them Cowboys? And it's going to be real, real yeah. bad. Stephen A. going to be back on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'll save it a little bit of time here and we can move on. I'm kind of similar on them than you. I, I'm not uh, you know, beating the drum as far as them being in the top conversations with some of the best teams in the NFC, NFC. I have changed my tune that I think they might walk through this division and take it no question yeah. easy. Aside from that, though, uh, like you said, I think uh, I really like what I've seen from Michael Parsons and a few of these other new guys on defense. But overall, I don't think it's going to be uh, – I mean, they're not going to hang their hat on defense. They're still going to have some problems here. But it is better than last year. It's definitely better than last yeah, year. Yeah, it definitely is for sure. And uh, Michael Parsons walked back some of my statements yeah, on uh, both him, of us for sure. him early both in the season. Sure. Yeah, he has uh, come out guns blazing, to say the least, my friend. So – that's last night. Let's uh, flip the script into last Thursday, the Carolina Panthers versus Houston Texans. Uh, we obviously recapped it. We talked about it a little bit on uh, Friday's show, but not much in depth. 
not a whole lot I think you can draw from this game just because of uh, Kellen Day or yeah Kellen Davis. Uh, yeah, geez, I can't even say Mills. Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Goodness gracious, <laughs> Davis Mills. That's, That's about uh, his performance basically warranted. The, yeah, who so, the hell was that? Yeah. I don't know if you can uh, write too much on uh, exactly still what are the Texans going to be? What's going to happen? Are they going to be scrappy? Is Tyrod going to get the opportunity to come back anytime? Yeah. When is he going to be back? There's too many question marks. I think for the foreseeable future, you can fade the Texans, but... Those spreads are going to be massive. Those spreads are going to be huge. They're already at 16.5 against the Bills coming up uh, here in Week 4. So, a little something to think about there. As far as the Panthers go, obviously the injury of CMC is huge. That sucks, but uh, he's still week-to-week. They're not going to put him on IR. Uh, J.C. Horn does go on IR. They go on IR today, yeah. That sucks. Um, however, we'll see when he comes back. I think Chuba Hubbard can fill the role, but then again, the Texans, uh, rush defense is not that great. And he didn't look electric and dynamic. Like we see CMC. I mean, he got the edge a couple times. He had 52 yards, not too shabby, but. I definitely want to see some improvement here in uh, this upcoming week, especially against Dallas. They're uh-huh. going to need yeah. him on those 100%. under route dump offs for sure. Yeah, I mean CMC. I mean I'm a person who typically doesn't believe, like I believe that you can pretty easily fill a running back hole. I like Chuba Hubbard, but CMC is kind of a different story. Yeah, he's here. not a normal running back. And they, you kind of saw the predictability that came out of the Panthers after he went down, and I still have high hopes for the Panthers, um, or at least decent hopes for the Panthers going forward. But that ceiling of what their offense can be definitely went down a little bit after cool. CMC, no question. Oh, yeah. I don't think that, yeah, it's obviously not crazy to say. Yeah, no, it's not crazy at all, man. He, he I mean, that's you started it perfectly. He is not the average running back, and those are huge, yeah. huge shoes to fill now and and yes i buy it into you as well running backs are running backs are running back yeah but uh, we'll talk about it with the vikings somebody like alexander madison too like some of those rb2s that are sought after like that those guys are hard to come by so we'll talk talk a little bit more about that too but that's as kind of far as the texans and the panthers go we talked about that pretty much in depth on uh friday kind of recap some of that and then i do already have my eyes on the panthers here coming up this upcoming week so we'll talk a little bit about that more in depth uh on tomorrow's show that all being said next game up on tap the washington football team and the beefalo bills partner is it time to uh throw the old Washington football team in the grave from once we put them, uh, or at least off the pedestal that we put them on in the off season. Dude, I, you know, I, uh, I do believe it is. <laughs> I, I do so believe too. it is. Um, I sat and watched that game and they gave me the worst tease of my life. Thinking back, oh, they yeah. were going to come back and oh, fight yeah. back into that game with the bills. Never even close. 43, 21. You didn't watch the game. We took them as eight and a half point dogs. We took the early line line dropped down to seven and a half bills have no problem covering it. I think the Bills are going to be dominant. I think the Bills are going to be damn good. I have uh, nothing really to talk about about them. Um, I'm not going to take them as 16.5-point favorites against the Texans this week, but I do believe that they're going to do just fine. And let's be honest, they're probably going to win the AFC East now. Oh, Uh, yeah, most definitely. That's that's solidified at this point. Um, I think so. Now you don't really know what you get from the Dolphins. You don't really know what in the hell you're going to get from the Jets week to week. I don't think it's going to be good at all. And now the Patriots, holy shit, what's happening with them? Mac Jones, those three picks. I digress. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah. But I think they win the AFC East. As far as the football team goes, 
Son of a bitch, dude. Yeah, man. Like, we were so high on them, that defense, everything. I still don't know that Chase Young has a sack or not. I, I, I didn't. I'll I take didn't a look while uh, quite that closely. Give me but... your thoughts on the football team. I'll see if he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really the defense that has dis- disappointed me. I mean, some of these yeah. points came off of their turnovers, but if you give me 21 points from their offense, from what we expected from their defense, I would have felt pretty damn good, not only covering, but I guess I, I still probably would have predicted the Bills to win. But if you told me the football team is going to put up 21 points, I might actually sprinkle on their money line coming into this game because the defense wasn't our question. We thought they were going to be dominant as all hell as what we saw in the second half of last year. And as these weeks get colder, I could see them later on in the season kind of showing up like that again. But I, I think it's going to be a little too too little too late this time around the way the Cowboys are playing. Because, I mean, what did they win the division with? Seven, eight wins last year? That's not going to yeah. be an opportunity this year. So it's going to be too late. And, uh, you know, maybe later on in the season we'll be able to take them again. But they are in the grave for now, at least on my side of things. Yeah. I know you're saying pretty similar here. Yeah, man. I, I'm thinking about fading them this upcoming week. Uh, fading them this upcoming week i i don't know uh before i go on yeah chase young still no has sacks. zero sacks and that was the department that i uh banked on him for the nfl honors award but either way that all being said um they play the eagles this upcoming or not the eagles the falcons, falcons this yeah. upcoming week different bird um the falcons are one and a half point dogs at home so the line's already flipped uh, to football team being the favorites after opening up as the dogs. So I got to think about doing the same exact thing I did last week and taking the Falcons, especially yep. with what we've seen. You know, I think it's a dirty, grinded out back and forth yeah. game. This Washington football defense, uh, they can pound sand as far as I'm right. concerned. For now, at least. Jack, Hell yeah. Jack Del Rio and Riverboat Ron have definitely not got those uh, gears greased up as good no. as they needed to be to start the know. NFL season. So I'm going to stay tentative on the football team, and I don't know if I'm crazy enough to hop up on the uh, fucking diving board and jump into the 20-foot end, but fuck it, I just might take <laughs> the Falcons this week. We'll so see. all that being said, next game on tap. Let's roll on over to the Blue Horseshoe, Indianapolis Colts versus Tennessee Titans. Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, is this another team that we're going to have to put in, we're going to have to bury? Is this what's going to have to happen, that being the Indianapolis Colts? Quite possibly, man. I mean, at the very least, I think we can say, uh, put a stamp on and say, uh, Titans are AFC South fucking champions. I think we can say that at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I think so too. But the Colts at 0-3 uh, yeah. and the other two teams looking yeah. like, who the hell knows? That's a wrap. Um, yeah, man. And you know how high I was on the Colts sure. and not giving a damn they who still, the quarterback I still think was. They should have covered that game. I still think they should have as well. They had a fucking negative three turnover margin yeah. and they still lost by I two know. fucking scores. Well, like that's that 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 doesn't happen in the NFL. They should have covered that game. Yep. Like that's what that game too. I went back and looked and I was like, I right, was this one I was playing into the blue horseshoe too damn much. And no, they should have covered that game. So now I am at such a loss with I don't know exactly which way I lean here with the Colts coming up into this upcoming week. You know, they don't have the easiest matchup in the world with the Dolphins in Miami. I don't care if it's Jacoby Brissett or Tua. We got to talk about that one. We'll talk about that one in depth tomorrow, my friends, because I think that's got some damn good value on the side of the fish. I think so, too. But at the same time, you've got an 0-3 Colts team that with their organizational culture, some of the guys in that locker room, they ain't going to roll over and die. They're going to have some desperation coming up this week, too. I think they're going to roll over and die. I think they're just something stupid is going to happen. They're going to get just slapped in the mouth in Miami. Yeah, their offense just isn't good enough. I think that's and that the story. uh you know that that humidity down there is going to oh, yeah. going to play that's, some some yeah. factors. So Most we'll talk definitely. about that more in depth, but as far as the Titans, 
Defense still sucks. Yep. It's still awful. No question about it. Um, however, I, I shouldn't say the whole defense. Secondary. Secondary sure, still is sure, le- sure. leaky as a boat with 100 holes. Yep. I mean, it is <laughs> sinking fast. It yep. is not good. Offense still doing offensive things. A.J. Brown, week to week now. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh, that's huge. So now Julio's got to step the fuck up, please, and thank you after 6.8 fantasy points this past week. What the hell are we doing, boys? I got him and Robert Woods, one and uh-huh. two, and they're both in single digits uh-huh. for fantasy. What are we talking about? So we're going to have to see, uh, see hey, Julio step up. We're going to have to see some other boys step up here. Oh, and uh, Julio just can't be that decoy for the uh, foreseeable future that he has been. Well, you also can't rely on Derrick Henry. Typically, I mean, you can rely on Derrick Henry, but t- typically they wait until the second half of the season for him to start going off on those 30 carries a game and really, really dominating because I think if he goes off like this now, he might be a little worn down by the end of the season as opposed to the last couple of years. And what did we talk about in the Titans season preview? Basically this that. man has been <laughs> getting 1,500 carries yeah. a fucking season since he was in high school. Maybe he's an alien. I don't know. Uh, at some point in time, yeah. the old bones I get a little so. bit of wear and tear on I them. Think so. And if they if they keep grounding and pounding the way they are, I don't think they can keep it up. That's what and, I'm saying. And not, not that I'm not saying they're RB2. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh, I actually he, don't know. He actually did uh, decent because it was all that whole clusterfuck last year with all that nonsense and yada, yada. I'm but, drawing a hard but blank. It's a, it's a new guy this year. Okay. He's doing decent. Um, yeah, but uh, definitely worth a look, maybe. We'll see what all goes on in Tennessee, but... You know, I'm still not uh, still not buying all the Titans' success. We'll talk about it a little bit yeah. uh, later, and they're actually favored by seven points going oh, that's, into yep, uh, the Jets. That's right. Yeah, against the Jets. So uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk see. about that one as well. Next game on tap. Next game on tap, next my friend. Tap. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Um, the Falcons end up uh, going into New York, winning at 17-14, to 14, my yep. friend, on a wild, wild finish and field goal. Um, like I said at the beginning, I still don't think I know what I can say about the Falcons. I don't know what they are, who they are. I don't know if Arthur, Arthur Smith is a offensive guru, if Dean Pease is a defensive genius. I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know what is what there for the Dirty sure. Birds. And then for the Giants, I still think it's uh, pretty fugazi over there uh, in the blue and red. And uh, I think they got exposed pretty heavily, especially at home in MetLife. Offensively, at least, sure. Offensively got exposed, only putting up 14 points against that defense. That defense is nothing right. special at all. So, I, yeah, I like you. I don't know I what don't to know. expect. This, of all the nine, I think it was nine noon games, this was the one that uh, I paid the least attention to. So, you know, that kind of even more so i don't know what to expect here but basically these offenses have just been just lame ducks and we like you said with the giants the falcons too who knows man and like you i want to hammer them in against the football team but i don't know i don't know i don't know either it is uh it's very intriguing to see what we are uh, i I, I really don't know that i can put my trust in them no i I don't i can't either (laughs) i I can't either as far as the falcons man they as soon as i would back them on the spread Uh uh-huh the football team's gonna win by 30 the football straight out of the grave grab you and pull you back down with you yep and then they're absolutely gonna destroy him so i don't know we'll talk about it more in depth tomorrow for when we get uh, into the week four matchups and stuff but uh, as far as week three for the falcons and the giants not much we can draw other than the falcons are still Filled with question marks, and the Giants are starting to get a little bit exposed offensively and defensively. Next game on tap, the 
Baltimore Ravens versus Detroit Lions. Motor City Dan Ooh. Campbell's Lions were biting kneecaps all game long. They thought they were going to walk away with his first ever victory as an NFL head coach. But Justin Tucker says, no, sir. 66 yards for the NFL record. Doink off the crossbar. And that son of a bitch would have been good from 70 if he would have hit the crossbar because it hit and it continued to roll for crying out loud. So the Lions wait to see a win for yet another day. Uh... I don't know what you can say about the Detroit Lions, my friends. Uh, my partner over here thinks that they're a scrappy bunch, a back-and-forth bunch. I just think that the Baltimore Ravens are starting to get exposed themselves. I think those injuries are starting to kind of pile up here and some of the magic might be running out. I'm a little concerned here going into week two as well, or week four with the Ravens going into Mile High Stadium to play the Broncos. We'll talk about that more in depth tomorrow as well, but... I don't know if you can uh, buy anything here from the Lions. I think everybody's going to be running to the window to, oh, yeah, especially after what we saw from the Bears <laughs> yeah, and fair. them going to play them in the NFC North. Oh, my gosh, the Lions are all of a sudden back. Holy shit, it's only three points. Like, I think so, yeah. I think you got to be careful with that. And, uh, you know, I I think it's going to be heartbreak after heartbreak for Motor City Dan Campbell's boys this season. I think so, too. To defend myself as far as calling them scrappy, as far as the Ravens, I'm not saying they're, you know, this what they've been the last couple of years or even winning the division. Lamar Jackson's stat line it could be should have been better. Marquise Brown was fucking brutal. He had like four or five drops that were just absolutely it's just like inexcusable. Week so, to week, he's going to do that. Yeah, and so then, I mean, I guess that is kind of lending into what you're saying as far as the Ravens here. As far as my what I'm saying about the Lions they've at least played three of the top 10 15 teams in the league they've played at least one good half of football Niners Packers and now Ravens they've at least played one good half of football uh which exceeded my expectations for what I expected from them I expected them to be you know losing by 20 points from the word go this season so uh -huh. I guess they've as far as me calling them scrappy they've just at least exceeded my expectations Dan Campbell's got this horrible roster, at least playing semi-competent football. Yeah, semi-competent football would be the best way yeah. to uh, <laughs> semi-competent football, that. or at least decent for thirty minutes a game. Yeah, thirty minutes a game, and you know, I don't think if they have a lead at halftime, if they have a lead here, I, I don't think yeah, anything yeah, matters right. what they're gonna do. I just think it's gonna be loss after loss, heartbreak after heartbreak, I and it's so. just gonna be the same old same lines. lines. You're right. That all being right. said. That all being said, let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Uh, we'll talk about probably both of those teams more in depth tomorrow. Definitely got some value. Next game on tap. Arizona Cardinals, Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Motto of the show, we are stamping it in, trademarking it officially. Yep. The Jags gone jag. Yep. Bottom line, point blank period now. Am I confident enough to back the Bengals minus seven and a half this upcoming Thursday on Thursday Night Football? I don't know. We'll have to discuss that on Thursday's show. Right. But what I do know right now is that I can't trust the Jaguars <laughs> no. farther than I can no. throw any single player or person in their entire organization. I cannot believe they had a fucking almost 100 yard 109 it was 109 field goal return and they still lost the fucking game and still failed to cover still failed to cover i didn't even need an outright win yeah we just needed a cover they had two massive opportunities to get those 
footballs in the fucking end zone <laughs> and they didn't do it. And somebody on ESPN, I wish I knew who it was. I want to give them credit, said that uh, on Get Up the other morning, said that these teams are getting the number one overall pick for a reason. Yeah. They are going to continue to be those same exact teams unless you just found the next Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. And most of the time, those high-level guys at the college level, think, think, they didn't say this, but I started thinking about that. Think of the last high, high, high high-level college guy that is just like shot up through the freaking roof. Like there's been a few, Kyler, everything like that, but... A lot of times, more than often, I feel like it's diamond in the rough, guys. Sure. And then all of a sudden, it's like they're fucking MVPs. They're all-stars. Where the hell did this? He's a third-rounder. Who the hell was this guy? And then all of a sudden, they're just... Because, like, first-rounder so far this year ain't worth a hot shit. <laughs> no. Hot shit ugly. whatsoever. So you can deba- debate me on that all you want. But this quarterback fucking class that was the best one of all ever, it's been ugly as all get-out. Now, I know the quarterbacks aren't in a lot of the best situations offensively. No. But some of them are, and it's like, what in the shit is going on here right now, boys? This is not good at all. Yeah, I uh, I don't have too many thoughts on this one. I think uh, this coaching staff is n- I, I, like I'm I'm kind of siding with you, Trevor Lawrence. I still have high hopes for his career. I think he's gonna come out of this, but I don't know if it's gonna be with this coaching staff. Nope. And I don't know nope. how long they last here. And you know, typically they don't. Uh, the Jags don't just jump ship on a coaching staff in year one, but. I wouldn't be surprised that this coaching staff jump ship in year one. So I don't know, man. I don't know. The Jags gonna jag. Jags gone. Jags gone. Jag. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. You know, I don't think intriguing. you can. I don't think they're intriguing. You can't really you can't draw, you draw can't anything really from draw this anything. game specifically. No, you can't draw anything from this. What I did draw though, and what I want to know: what is the damn correlation? What's going on? Somebody tell me. Kyler Murray runs in a bootleg for a touchdown, uh-huh. and he sits down in the end zone. Crosses his legs, crisscross applesauce, does a quick little meditation. Pops up, goes on out. 325 slate happens. Mm -hmm. Chris Godwin busts off a nasty run down the side on a huge catch. And touchdown, walks over to the side, crisscross applesauce, meditation. Okay. I want to know what the correlation is there. What the hell am I missing? It's been fucking with me since Sunday afternoon. I didn't see I was that. Like, what I saw is Kyler. I didn't on? see Godwin. So yeah, Godwin did it. I was <laughs> like, are, have have they worked together before? Is this like some secret brotherhood? Like you know me, real cerebral dude. Sure. My my meditation man. I said, hey, alarm started going off. So anybody knows. Anybody got insider information? Let me fucking know. Maybe I just got to start digging deeper and find out for myself. Maybe I, just, uh, you know, training staff say, hey, get a quick two-minute uh, or ten-second uh, meditation every single game and you'll be good. Yeah, maybe every time just soak in the energy of being in the end zone. Sure. I like that. I like <laughs> that. Maybe that's what it is. A quick ten-second I don't one. know, but it was pretty doggone sweet. There's got to be a correlation there. Yeah, Either probably. way, nothing you can draw from the Arizona Cardinals in both of our opinions, but it is very interesting that they are six-point dogs. To the L.A. Rams this week, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, had a stat we'll drop tomorrow about two undefeated divisional teams. Oh, boy. And who, how successful the underdog is. Oh, against boy. The spread. Oh, boy. You'll have to tune in to week three or week four uh, look ahead on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss it when we're live to hear that stat. We ain't talking about it today. So that being said, let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Next game to break down. Where am I at? Oh, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers go into Arrowhead and say, hey, all you fucking haters, 
all you trash talkers that think that we still have some of the remnants of the Anthony Lynn anchovy still on this Chargers pizza, get the fuck out of here. We don't want to hear it. They would have lost this game by two touchdowns. Oh, they'd they'd (laughs) have got destroyed if Anthony Lynn was the head coach of this team, but he's not. We got Brandon Staley, Mm -hmm. and we are looking good. They go into Arrowhead, they smack the Chiefs in the mouth, and I told you. What did I tell you last week? I said, partner, I think that this insane loss, I told you on Monday, I said, for the Chiefs, I think this is finally going to wake them up. I don't think that they're going to keep messing around in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. I think they're finally going to hammer down. I don't think they're going to cover. I think teams are still going to come in the back door, but I think they're going to hammer down, and they're going to be the team in these positions. They didn't do it. No. They seem to still be jacking around and think Mm -hmm. that any opportunity in time, Mr. Uh, Mahomes, Patrick, I apologize, can uh, turn into Superman and just get him out of any hole. And we're finding quickly, fastly, and in a hurry that – Kingdoms crumble, empires fall, kings live and die, and we might be seeing the new reign of a new champ in the AFC West. I'm not hating on that. I do think this might actually wake Patrick Mahomes up into a potential new beast here coming forward. It also might. It also (laughs) might. But the thing is, though, is I said it last week, and we both said it last week about the Chiefs' defense. I think it's going to continue to look like this. Patrick Mahomes, I think he's going to, and this offense is going to get themselves in a position to where they do come out on top in these shootouts and have that edge on offense. But basically, they're going to have to be almost flawless on offense. And can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not going to be a cakewalk here this season because of that defense. And, uh, you know, teams like this Chargers team that are, you know, all-around solid teams oh. are going to ca- knock them off here and there. Total sidebar, but Kansas City Chiefs signed uh, Mr. Josh Gordon to their practice squad. Ah, that's right. He uh, he ended up passing everything, getting reinstated after uh, all that stuff. Hopefully, he can stay out of the fucking substance of abuse program, yep. please, and thank you. I would love to see a full season from Josh Gordon. Yep. And if he is the same Josh Gordon that I remember, and he's got Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, boy, oh boy, my friends, watch the fuck out, and it might be worth a waiver wire ad right now. Maybe I uh, I've kind of got I, I hope for the best for him as far as waiver wire Big time. Josh Gordon Big time. I, I've I've just taken stop, a, stop ever putting people in fucking trouble for just smoking some pot yeah it's just a little bit of dope everybody relax man yeah if everybody just started enjoying a little bit of the Lord's kale instead of just being pissed off all the time maybe we'd have a nice little nice little world going yeah, around maybe here. but who the fuck am I what do I know I only <laughs> I enjoy know, CBD I don't know for nothing sure. about that sure. I have no idea. Please continue if you had anything else. Let's move on. That all being said. (laughs) That all being said. um, Actually, CEH. CEH. There you go. They keep feeding this man. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of talent, but... I think talent. The, talent. I think <laughs> with Chicago. the type of ca- uh, draft capital, first round capital that they picked, they're almost. Yeah. I think they would have, uh, you know, pulled back the reins on his workload a little bit if they didn't waste so much. Ca- you know, yeah. have him as such a high asset because he's not been bad. But as far as you know, costly turnovers yeah. and, and just not producing at the right moment. Not living up to there. where they drafted yeah, him. Hasn't sure. been there, right? I, I totally agree with you. And, and it's um, surprising to me. What looked he... like to be maybe, uh, as far as running backs, opposite side of the ball for the Chargers, what looked like to maybe a little bit of a struggle now for Austin Eckler. Kind of flipped that oh, script yeah. on it and looks okay still. Sure. You know, and in this kind of fantasy perspective as well, because I'm a, uh, I am a uh, Austin Eckler owner and huge backer of Austin Eckler. Most definitely, so me too. So you look and you say, okay, who the fuck do I target as a potential handcuff? Had Larry Roundtree 
I say he's the best option out of all of them. I thought originally it would be Justin Jackson, and he just really hasn't done what he did last year so far. And then they have one other kid that I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I would say just keep an eye on Roundtree. I think at some point in time, if anything happens to Eckler, knock on wood if you're with me, um, I, I just I think that he's going to be the guy that elevates out sure. of that backfield. Yeah, so just kind of something I was thinking about there as well, sure. but I think Eckler is back in yeah. fucking action, Big no question. Fuck. Oh, oh, this is going to get fun. Next game up on tap, Chicago Bears and the Cleveland Browns. Strap in, folks. So Strap in for this one. We have a Cleveland Browns victory, 26-7. 26-6. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give the Bears an yeah, extra point. That point uh, no, no question at all. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get a touchdown. They had two fucking field goals. Sacks of shit. Um... Okay, so where do we begin here with the Bears' the seven-point dogs uh, on the road in the dog pounds? Um, yeah, you know, screw it all. Um, I am on the boat. I am with it. I, You know what? Fuck it. I'll call myself captain of the whole damn thing. Put me in charge of the fire the hell out of Matthew Nagy boat that is steaming towards the end of the world. Please, for the love of goodness, get him the fuck out of the building. And while you're at it, you might as well just grease up the slide so Ryan Pace can get on out of there too, right nice and easy next to him. I don't know why the fuck these fellas are still hanging out around in this wonderful facility and what the McCaskies are seeing in these two fine young gentlemen, but... uh Everybody in the entire city of Chicago was seeing it but them. And so help me. Now, this is for my grandfathers mm. and my fathers mm. and my uncles and my cousins and everybody that has had to fucking suffer through Bears football and watch them destroy quarterback after quarterback after quarterback before I was even a twinkle in my daddy's eye. If they ruin Justin Fields... I am not claiming to be an arsonist, but you might not see Soldier Field around mm. anymore. Mm. Burn the whole damn stadium down. Get rid of the team. Forget the Chicago Bears because we had the opportunity. It was all there. It was the perfect chance we had to confuse a defense with the correct game plan, and we looked like jackasses. We looked like morons. The entire league is laughing at us. I digress. Now, with my NFL analyst hat on, <laughs> I try to be as unbiased as I can. It's a good switch. I think the Bears are sunk, my friends. I think that this defense is on the field way too doggone long for them to be able to bank on them. Uh-huh. We already talked about them looking old and looking like they were not the championship caliber defense of old. And, uh, you know, I think that got shown once again here against a team that has some firepower, that sure. can get some stuff moving, that can matriculate the ball down the field, if you will, yeah. and keep that defense on the field for a long amount of time. Now for the offense. <laughs> Matt Nagy's beautiful creation. Um, supposedly it takes three to five <laughs> years for that offensive system to really get up and rolling. Um, you know, I, that would be a great, uh, great, another one of his scapegoat excuses if 
they had the same quarterback mm. in that system mm. for a three mm. or five year span. Well, it just continued to be a quarterback carousel. And most of you, if you are fans of the TTL pod um, and, and you're close to me as well, you know, I've been a fan of uh, Justin Fields since watching him in high school football, say that all the time. And, you know, I, I get, get out, Justin, get out before they ruin you, man. Get out before they ruin you is what I'm feeling. It's what I'm seeing. That's not a Bears fan. That's just as an NFL analyst. Yeah. Get out before they ruin you because that was scary. That was scary that they cannot use any type of play action. And as soon as the heat got on, Matt Nagy went away from PSM. Mm-hmm. He went away from heady plays of getting Mr. Fields out of the pocket and rolled out. There were two designed quarterback runs. Two designed quarterback runs. That is unacceptable. That does not happen with Justin Fields as your quarterback. I got nothing else to say about the Bears. They've pissed me off in more ways than none. Uh, uh, here's here's my final closing thought on the Bears. They're relegated back to the 20-inch TV on the left of the 54-inch. Fuck that shit. I'm not watching that football now for the Brownies. Hey, boys, way to go on defense. Way to step up when it mattered. This is NFL analyst hat on. Hey, you did what you needed to do. For sure. The Bears played into your hands. And as a matter of fact, Miles Garrett said, yeah, we we couldn't believe that they just kept running what they were doing. Yep. So we just kept sending five guys. Yep. Like he said that after the game, they could not physically believe it. He cannot believe that he had five sacks. It it should not have happened. So, hey, way to go. My boy JOK making some big plays, looking good in the hole. That offense not looking too bad. OBJ back. He looked pretty solid. He looked pretty good. He did a couple nice little toe taps. Mm -hmm. Looks to be back in shape. That running game, moving, chugging, pushing right along. Not Chubb's best game, but not bad by any means. not the best game. Now, am I over the moon on the Brownies minus two? No. No, I'm not this no. upcoming week against the Vikings because I think I might like the Vikings again, and I think that might be a little bit of a crazy overreaction line that I might put a little bit in the favor of Vikings, minus three, three and a half, if I'm going to be honest with you. So if I'm getting the points with the Vikings at home, plus two right now, I think i got to take them. But I do like what we see out of the Browns. The Browns showed a lot of promise when it matters and they're not going to be in a shootout and i don't think they're going to be i think they're going to be in a shootout with the vikings and i think uh as i've said for the last four weeks now the vikings are going to come out on top this is going to be that vikings team they're going to come out on top more often than not yeah okay (laughs) i started with the pissed off bears fan ended all the way up to the vikings all that being said i don't know where to pick up here thanks for letting uh, me have the floor yeah of course uh that shit's been eating at me for a while i don't know where to pick up here i couldn't even and maybe it was because i took the bears and the points i couldn't even hate watch it i couldn't even hate watch it it was that embarrassing to watch for you it was just depressing i'm not it wasn't depressing for me it was just it was just hard to watch yeah i am sure and uh you know i've hate watched offense uh bears performances like that in the past, and I couldn't. I was getting upset that I was watching what I was watching. As far as the Browns' defense, though, yeah, give me Miles Garrett with four and a half sacks. I did a little half unit on both him and Chase Young, and Miles Garrett is looking like uh, he's going to be in that conversation if he keeps doing this, but Jason Peters did not look good at all for the Bears' offensive Boys, line. What are we doing? So last, what are we doing? last question before we move on uh, from this. Who would you like to see playing quarterback at home on Sunday for the Bears against the Detroit Lions. Okay, so here's the fucking thing, and this is what... I talked about this when we talked about the fucking Bears, dude. Yep. I said, you go to fucking Justin Fields, you can't go back. Right. 
You can't go fucking back. And this dipshit, I will not refer to him as anything other than anymore. This dipshit dipshit (laughs) has decided that we're going to hold an open quarterback competition. And he's already also said that when Dalton comes back and he's healthy, he's our guy. Well, he also just he also said that Justin Field hurt his hand, and Justin Field said, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." Nagy, we should just call him the scapegoat. He 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 finds any possible thing he, he to 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 pawn off his mistakes on. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. That is all he does, and I feel like that is what this upcoming week is going to be. Me personally, keep Fields in. He's playing the shitty Lions. Mm-hmm. He obviously had the worst game that he'll ever have in his NFL career against the Browns. Hopefully against a lackluster fucking Detroit You're like, what? Because it's a little fucking scary. Well the, well, the last thing I'll say is that there is a world in which Matt Nagy is fired after this next game. I hope so. There is a world. I hope so. And I hope it is Ryan Pace too because both of them are drinking their own snake oil and everybody sees it. Everybody, like, you know me. I'm black and white. I've, I'm yes or no. One zero. Binary code. That's all I am. I'm not a different guy off of this pod. I'm the same exact dude. And you can't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> I've been seeing, like, you guys are just talking out of your ass for the last five years, six years, whatever it's been now. And and you can't continually, for the first time, one thing I will give him credit for, for the first time, first time, he goes, you know what? Some of that was on me. It was on me. Didn't put him Gotta in the best back. position. Didn't put him in but the best position. But at the same position. time, like, that's fucking your job. And you've had so much time to have that opportunity to put him in the position. So what What did we do fucking last Friday through last Friday <laughs> when, uh, in, in in Lake County? What, what were we doing up there? What, like you what thought we this did, was the plan? or like What were we doing? And, you know, I have it on reliable sources, maybe within the organization. You didn't know this, but... Uh, the Bears look real, real, real lackadaisical on the defensive side of the ball. And also, this is the most un, you know, just uncohesive, incohesive. Uncohesive and I don't know just if that's like a word. Yeah, it, like you know what I mean, though? together foot like Nagy just wants to be all of their friends and just wants to have a good old time and let's one last hurrah into the sunset, boys. He's, I think he's lost the lost the locker room. And I think I think that's what it is too. And earlier and... earlier in the show you talked me out of the Lions. I'm I'm back in. I'm back in. Oh, I think I might be. <laughs> I think I might be. Yeah, you had me out and now I'm back in. I don't know. I can't fade my bears. That uh, is, that's the golden rule. I might just stay away and be happy when the Lions win. I don't know. I don't uh, know. All right. I don't know. There it is. Enough of the damn bears because I might blow a gasket at Man, this those. point in time. We're about halfway done. None of the rest of them will take near as long. <laughs> Next game up on DAP, we got the Saints and the Patriots. Huh. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, Saints win 28-13 in New England. Uh, Mac Jones obviously throws three picks what the fuck is going on there boys and girls i have no idea uh the defense goes back to not looking good in new england i don't know what's what going on happened here. is Jameis squinston the real deal holy field or is he going to go back and forth week to week what the i don't know 
this game just created so many more question marks yeah. and so many more issues for both these teams against the spread this upcoming week. Yeah, they're both very interesting lines. Most definitely. I believe it's Saints-Giants this week. I am yep. staying so far away from the Saints yep. just because we just... You Minus have, seven uh, and a half for the Saints. Yeah, a game where they went 38-3, to three, then they get Come their on. ass kicked, yeah. and now they their defense looks great against the Patriots. I don't know what to expect. And um, we all know what the Patriots are doing this upcoming week. That's yeah. all anybody wants to talk about. Right. Sunday Night Football, welcoming in the right. former golden boy of their organization mr and, yep. tom brady and so, rob gronkowski and rob gronkowski yeah hey uh he's gonna battle he, through some rib injury yeah i heard that he said uh what was the quote highly highly likely to play i think so was yeah. the quote so hey that uh sounds good to me but all this did was create more confusion yeah. for me um, both ways and both for the the saints and for the patriots so we'll see what shakes out there but boys and girls i honestly don't know what i can tell you about those two teams Please tell me you hammered the Bengals for the next game on tap. Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. Please tell me you hammered the Bengals. And please tell me you follow me on the Action Network app. And when I said parlay the Bengals, the Rams, and the Vikings all together, and then sprinkle additional all on there straight up, and you will have a Sunday. Please tell me you did that. Please tell me you did that because they wrecked the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers 24-10. Yeah, Wasn't even close. Um, Big Ben should have retired last year. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize, Steelers fans. He should um, retire today. We have uh, some new Yinzer friends, if sure. you will, uh, that the good, the good old Steelers, <laughs> <Sure>. that, <laughs> the good old Pittsburghers that they are. Um, through, actually, free plug, the Wise Words podcast, episode number four, dropping tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. at 12 p.m. Yeah. Central Standard Time. But as far as Big Ben, man, they he threw 58 times and only averaged 5.5 yards per pass. Someone mentioned it on uh, one of the shows we were watching before, uh, while we were getting ready for the show. I I still love their defense, but mm. when the offense is going three and out or four or five plays every five minutes, the defense is going to be gassed. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It doesn't matter. It, yep. it doesn't matter who they're playing at all. It could be playing yep. one of the worst teams in the league, and, and that's that offense what you saw. is going. Yeah, and that's exactly what you saw because Big Ben. I said it before the show. If you thought, or uh, before we took the pick, before the games happened, if you thought Big Ben throughout his careers had concrete cinder blocks on his feet, he's got anvils now. And if you hadn't seen it the first couple of weeks, you saw it on Sunday because bad. he was brutal, he man. He fell over him on self. He <laughs> yeah. fell over his own he grass. Did. He, he did, did have, I I tweeted about it. He did have like one third down, third and two, like pick up with his legs. And I couldn't believe what the hell I saw. But uh, Insanity, yeah. what we saw. Aside from that, uh, it was yeah. brutal. Not good. I think he should have been out of there. But then again, what are you going to do? Depend on Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Good luck. I think they would be better off. But uh, to illustrate how dead his arm is, he threw to Najee Harris 14 catches for for 102 yards. That's where all of his, that's wow. where almost half of his completions came from. That's wow. why you had those five yard catches. 14 to 35. <laughs> Holy hell. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not, not a whole lot you can draw from there, uh, from the Bengals' perspective. I think they just caught the Pittsburgh Steelers at, at the right a time. Great yeah. time. Um, not saying that I'm running back to the Bengals this upcoming week. Uh, we'll see what happens, especially with the Steelers, too. With them losing to the Bengals and then getting a touchdown going into Lambeau, that intrigues the hell out of me there, too, because I think everybody's back on the Rodgers train. I definitely know this guy is. He's already eyeing that minus seven. So we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth on that one tomorrow, Mr. Cheesehead. Don't and get me then, started. 
Next game on tap, New York Jets, Denver Broncos. Vic Fangio's boys had it dialed up all day long, made uh, Bobby Sala's boys and uh, Zach Wilson's offense look shitty once Real again. 26 nothing shutout central in mile high. Uh, Broncos welcome in the Ravens into mile high. I already talked about that, briefly touched on that. Can't wait to discuss that game because I do believe there's some value here. However, anything now... A touchdown, if they are a touchdown favorite or less, especially or less, I'll back the Broncos. Okay. Teddy Covers is doing his daggone thing. I don't know. I, I saw somebody who thought that they uh, come up with that, uh, come up with the word Teddy Covers. Like, oh, he, we should all just start calling him Teddy Covers. That's all that I'm putting us like. Yeah. Bro, we've been doing that yeah, for thanks, like the pal. last five years. Welcome to the show. Welcome, uh, hey. welcome to him How being a fucking dog against the spread. He, that's all he's ever done. Uh, that all being said, man, I think he continues the ride here in uh, Denver. And the Jets really scare me, man. Yeah, Jets are terrible, man. I am excited to watch the Broncos this upcoming week because we both think they're really good. They have played three bad opponents. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's too much of uh, you know, I don't think it's like oh, they've just only played three bad opponents. They ain't that good. Mm -hmm. I think they are that good. Um, or at least really, really. Really good. I don't know. Maybe there's a ceiling that I'm missing here. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a hell of a game this upcoming week. And the Jets, I told you, obviously it looks terrible. I do think they just played the two toughest opponents for Zach Wilson as far as tormenting rookie quarterbacks. I'm not saying they're going to really improve much at all going forward, but I don't know that it'll, it'll look quite as bad as we've seen the last two weeks. I think there could be a small improvement. I guess this week will be a telling factor on that against the Titans secondary. So am I back in the Jets? Eh, probably not. I don't know. Maybe probably not. And I think you can, I don't care really that the Broncos have only played the Giants right. and the Jags and the Jets. And I've seen already people talking about that. And you know, they didn't allow any of those teams. Well, the Jets to score nothing, and neither the Jags or the Giants scored more than one touchdown. Right. They both scored 13 points, one touchdown, two field goals. So that's a whole lot of time, and that defense, I think, is going to be ratcheted up and keep any team at bay. Now, yeah, sure, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a shootout with the Ravens, but with the Ravens being so beat up here, I think it's going to be a little bit of a war of attrition, if you will, in mile high with that elevation. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it more on tomorrow's show. We're not uh, looking into week four yet. Let's talk about more week three. Next game up on tap. Man, oh, man. Just looking at the Jets again. They, they just don't, Oh, I don't know if they can rebound. But next game up on tap. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Las Vegas Raiders. Speaking of rebound, looks like the Miami Dolphins were going to send it to overtime where dogs go to die, but ended up still covering their yes, spread. Sir, they did. Three and a half. We hammered them in. Got that. Um, the the Vegas Raiders for the first time in forever, it seems like. Start 3-0. and oh. Yeah, I don't know when the last time uh, start it is. The year. Uh, crazy little stat. Uh, speaking of 3-0, and 75% oh, of teams to start the NFL season 3-0 and oh, since 2010, mm. I do believe, have made it to the playoffs. So you got the Panthers, the Raiders. Um, Rams, Cardinals. Rams, Cardinals. Broncos. Yup. Broncos. That might be it. That might be it. Uh, yeah. Uh, quick scroll. Yeah, that might be it. So you got to think a uh, few of those teams aren't going to make it in with that 75%. But really interesting that the Raiders are 3-0. and The Raiders do have a very interesting matchup this week, Monday Night Football against the Chargers. So classic AFC West battle. That one is at the Death Star. Uh, it's in L.A. Oh, it is in L.A. I do believe it is in L.A., yeah. Oh, it is in L.A. Yep, yep. it is. I uh, had him flip backwards. So that one is at L.A. So 
Either way, I don't think it really matters because I think there's still a bunch of Oakland Raiders fans, if you will, and they're going to slide right on up to L.A. no problem whatsoever, still in the Bay. So I think it's going to be— I think there's a lot of Oakland or Raiders fans in L.A. itself. Oh, yeah, just in general. I mean, they used to be in L.A. I think just in California in general, there's a lot of Raiders fans. So I think they are going to be rocking. We saw last week with Dallas, the Chargers really didn't have a home field advantage Uh against them. So— I think that looms large. Not saying I'm running to the window for the Raiders quite yet, but no. we'll discuss that. And then Miami, I do like them this upcoming week. We'll talk more in depth about that. I think they got some good value uh, on tomorrow's show. But man, oh man, to uh, have to go out, to now have to bank on Jacoby Brissett, I thought Jacoby Brissett stepped up. He, it's what he does, man. You give him more than a week to prepare, he steps up when it really counts, and he did. And I think he is worth a back once again especially, especially, especially welcoming in a beat-up Colts team into Miami. I think it's worth a punt on the uh, Miami Dolphins once again. Yeah, I'll save some time. We'll talk about that one tomorrow because I am mostly right there with you. I do like this Dolphins defense despite giving up 31 points after overtime, so technically only 20, uh, 25, I guess, in regulation. Not bad sure. against uh, what we've seen from a decent Raiders offense here. So I think we're going to see some decent, uh, solid defense from the Dolphins in week four here. Show enough. Next game up on tap, uh, the second of my three best bets of the weekend, Minnesota Vikings versus the Seattle Seahawks. Vikings walk away 30-17 victory. A couple of brutal beats here for uh, the Seattle Seasquawks, man. We we talked pretty much in depth like they just needed to let Russ cook, and I am afraid, partner. It's going to start happening. What I predicted, uh, Mr. Pete Carroll is going to take the ball out of Russell's hands and they are going to get even worse because of it. And he thinks that because they have a struggling week like that and maybe they were 60-40, the reason they struggled is they ran in the wrong times. Right. They do not have the correct timing right. of their bat, like uh-huh. especially running on back-to-back first and second downs, giving yourself a second and nine, then giving yourself a third and seven. Like, what are you doing? This is not how you can coach in this NFL. And unfortunately, Pete Carroll's kind of getting left behind in the times. And I think it's going to start becoming more and more evident. And um, that's kind of my thoughts on the Seahawks. But as far as the Vikings, Zimmer's boys continue to impress the shit out of me. No Dalvin Cook. Cook, Alexander Madison steps up huge yet again. He stepped up last year time and time again. We talked about him in the season previews. Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, if you guys did not listen to our season previews, you missed the fuck out. I mean, we (laughs) covered it all. But he showed up. He balled out. Justin Jefferson still balling out. Thielen still balling out. And I called it too. I said, boys, I ain't seen Kirk Cousins look this good for a long time. Since uh, you like that. You like with that. Washington, man, and it looks like he is willing to complete any play. If he dies, he dies. It yep. doesn't matter. He is going to get the job done, and I'm going to continue to back uh, um, Kirk Cousins, especially if he's getting points at home. Yes, sir. 150%. Yes, sir. I don't care who he's playing. So... That's what I'm drawing from the Vikings and the Hawks. How about you? Yeah, very, very similar here. I do not have too much to add. Seahawks, zero points in the second half. Obviously, that ain't going to win too many games here. No, sir. I don't know what to expect from the Seahawks going forward. I mean, I echo a lot of what you're saying. They get the Niners this week. If they lose that game, I I mean, they'll obviously try and scrap their way back into things. But as far as the grand scheme of things, they might be in too big of a hole here. And I don't think it's too late for the Vikings to scrap their – obviously, it's not too late. They're only one and two. 
I don't know. Obviously, I'm biased in saying they uh, aren't going to scrap their way back into the division. But as far as the playoff race, I am not counting the Vikings out by any means here. They got to, no. they're no. at least, I, I think we said it before the show, they're competent enough on defense to play with anybody and they're competent enough on you, offense to play with anybody. You could go into Bank of America field and, and get your, your faces smacked off for sure. Oh, for the sure. Packers, for, for sure. sure. No question. I mean, they are a sneaky damn good team and, and that could be a 38-35 time. Yeah, the last game. thing you said was uh, the biggest thing to me. Uh, I, if you're giving us points with the Vikings at home, Mike Zimmer, uh, take a side, take away last year because it wasn't great last year without fans. But with fans in Minnesota, Vikings and Mike Zimmer have been fantastic against the spread. Hammer, 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 hammer. So that's all for those for now. We'll talk about both of those teams. Obviously more in depth tomorrow because I already got my eyes on the Vikings and the Seasquawks are playing the they are on their bye. No, they're no, not. The they're playing Niners. the 49ers. I do apologize. They're not on no bye. No team has a fucking bye week in week four. What the hell are you talking about, Cold? That all being said, third and final of my best bets of the weekend on the parlay and ones I told you to take the money line for the puppies, Rams, and Buccaneers. Rams get the easy dub in LA. SoFi Stadium. All of a sudden, packed to capacity with stars left, right, and center. Just insane fans. Larry David in the crib. Hey, pretty, pretty, (laughs) pretty good. good. That all being said, can you tell we're big fans of Curb Your Enthusiasm? You better fucking believe it. We've been watching it since college. That all being said, 10-point dub for the Rams, man. They looked fucking good. All that, uh, oh, the Rams defense doesn't look good, especially, yeah, yeah, all that shit. I, I told you, don't buy into it, guys. Don't buy into it. It is going... The Rams have their number, and they play the Bucks extremely well. Sure. And this is going to be that game. So I don't think you need to abandon ship, no pun intended, for uh, the Buccaneers. No. But I do think when they get into spots like this, I think just like the Chiefs, I think they're going to struggle more often than not. And I think teams – no, I know teams. You know what the two best teams in the entire league are, and you're going to game plan as hard as you possibly sure. can when you have to play those two teams. So – I think more often than not, the uh, Bucks are going to find them on this side of the score margin in these type of games. Yeah, most definitely. And, I mean, their defense just hasn't quite looked what we saw at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. can it return at some point this year? It sure can. But they ain't perfect as much as may- people have made them out to be the first few weeks. And teams like this with solid offenses, uh, especially really good offenses like the Rams, I think, uh, especially if you catch Tampa on the road, I think that uh, if you're in Tampa, then, you know, different story, yep. I think. But on the road, Tampa might struggle against some of these really good teams here in the NFC. I agree with you 150% on that. And uh, as far as the Rams, they got the Cardinals this week, um, a uh, pretty heated division matchup, and uh, they're laying six points to the Cardinals. That one is in Arizona, correct? That one is in L.A., I do believe. Oh, really? Yeah, that one is in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. Damn, they're going back-to-back Sunday-Monday games in L.A. at SoFi. Hey, they're trying to uh, get some type of fucking economy going there in California. They were fucking dead, (laughs) deader than dead for the longest time. They were still shut down. They're probably still shut down while everybody else was wide awake. Old stupid-ass Uncle COVID. That all being said... One more game to discuss, my friends, and uh, I will let you have the floor here, partner. I'll let you uh, give us your best cheesehead bias, anything you got in between. Please indulge us. Motherfucking bad man coming out of nowhere, and uh, you just cannot leave him any more than 30 seconds. Ah, fuck it, 10 seconds on the clock And if you want to win that football game. So the Packers win 30-28. to 28. Cool your jets, partner. The floor 
is all yours. I won't go uh, too long as you did about the Bears because, you know, you have more to complain about than I do to cheer about here. But uh, it felt good, my man. I wasn't going to be panicking if they lost this game. But I do believe that this win, after all the noise, could creates some ridiculous momentum for my pack on both sides of the ball. I still am not going to say that the defense has fixed itself. I'm not saying that, but it at least looked a lot better than we saw in the first two weeks they gave. And Jimmy G might just be, you know, the inconsistent and half competent quarterback. I don't know, but at the very least they did give him some looks that made him a little confused and made him hurry a little bit more than they did in the first half of that game against the Lions and Jared Goff. So I, I'm starting to be a little bit more optimistic about our defense than I was a couple weeks ago. And offensively, I have, uh, especially as long as we're healthy. And we we were without our two best offensive linemen, and we were still able to. We, we I think we may have cracked the code as far as if we're, we have guys out on offensive line, if the other team has a great pass rush. We I don't know if cracked the code is the right word, but we at least have figured something out. Uh, on offense with the quick snaps, the quick throws, which obviously we all know Rodgers has always been good at quick throws, but they really basically just decided that that's all they were going to do the first half and got them out to that 10 nothing lead. That should have been, I mean, they gave up that special teams that uh, touchdown or not touchdown, almost touchdown and then touchdown at the end of the first half. Otherwise, I don't think it would have been that sweaty of a game uh, and they would have won that game by 10 points, if not more than a touchdown. So, mm. I'm feeling pretty damn good. I think this is going to create some fantastic momentum. And, uh, you know, all systems go from here, my friend. I know you uh, last week were a little more skeptical. Where are you at after this one? Still am. Not as much. Not, uh, and this is total, no no Bears bias. No, this is straight up. Um, you know, I love what I saw. I love that they're taking what the defense has given to them. They stuck to that game plan. They're not trying to freaking... Reinvent the wheel, which is, I like to see that. I don't know that I'm sold on the defensive side of the ball because I actually already said it on this show uh, already today that um, that that rushing game for um, San, San Francisco, Francisco yeah. not having the rushing game is just going to lead to offensive issues for them. And I think you hit the nail on the head that Jimmy Garoppolo is competent at best. And I will direct you back to our conversation with the legendary Joe D'Amico on Wise Words and uh, him giving credit to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo because he was a fellow Italian. But outside of that, (laughs) he said, uh, fuck him, for lack of a better term. So I don't know, man. I think it's kind of the flaws of Jimmy G, them not having a rushing game, and then kind of maybe a few things getting figured out by Joe Brady over the week that was able to make that defensive look really good. Um, still got some questions there. I want to see it one more week. And then we exercised a lot of demons. That's why I feel the best here. As far as the Niners, it's a lot of the bullshit. Does Aaron no, Rodgers care? No, 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 yeah. I, I don't, we did. I, I, you know, I don't think so. I think that is, uh, just your personal biases of the 49ers really just scaring the shit out of you. For no, like because we don't travel to years. California. Well, the last five years either. Nah, There's so many it's things. One that game. We, ah. It's one game. You can, this is like this is a what spot that we get our ass it. kicked it's so many one times. Game. One game. Okay. One game. You cannot say the Packers are winning the Super Bowl because I didn't this say game. that word. You can't say every, I didn't say those words. All, all the, all the guy. I, I, come on. Come on. I didn't say you those know words. You're thinking it. You know, you know, this lifted every curse on the player and it got rid of every, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not saying I'm out on the Packers. No, by no means. I'm actually more in than I was last week. Um, with kind of a lack, I thought it was lackluster against the Lions, but 
You know, I also thought that they should have hammered down the 49ers and not let them back in this doggone game. So that's also more fucking concern for me on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, if you're cool with just letting boys slide back on in the game and hoping, praying that every single time number 12 gets that done for you. Well, like I said, that special rock teams. and roll. But that's about all you're banking on right now is that happening in every single game. Mm, it works that's out how you, <laughs> Exactly. It works out pretty well. But it uh, doesn't work out in fucking NFC championship games. What, what the fuck ever. <laughs> yeah, I keep taking shots at me. I'll take this problem over yours a million times out of a fucking million. Hey, you know, I, I often thought, would I rather just have the expectation that I know I'm going to get a losing season every year or the expectation to have this falsehood hope that I'm actually going to make it back to the Super Bowl and then get crushed? I promise I'm having more fun than before. you. I promise. I, I'm actually having more fun winning money and being able to pay more attention to other stuff. And, and you know, mm. I mean, it doesn't really matter mm. from uh, that perspective. So. Yeah, okay. I promise I'm having more fun than you uh, watching my team. I promise. I'm sure you fucking are, pal. I'm sure it's great to uh, slug down your fucking uh, cheese curds. Yeah, and, it is. It's um, fucking amazing. Drink your fucking spotted cow. Yeah. And, you know. Delicious. How you doing? Keep it moving. Uh, win an amazing game on primetime. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every it's uh, sweet. Okay, it's wonderful, terrific. All right, that does it for the entire week three recap. We have covered every single doggone team. You know how we do it here at the TTL Pod. You'll get our honest NFL analyst opinion, but you will also see the bear paw get put on, and you'll also see the cheese head get firmly affixed on top of the dome. But we always meet in the middle at the end of the day. We still cash tickets together, even though we disagree on a few things here or there. All that being said, anything I forgot missed in regards to week three there, partner? Oh, fuck. Yes, there is. Pardon me, my friend. Let's take a look just quickly. We talked all about our opinions, everything, but this is a daily sports gambling show. We need to know what are some trends mm -hmm. so far in 2021. Well, I'm so glad you asked because you're talking to the right guy as far as straight up trends go. Away teams, home teams, split right down the middle, 24-24. No question, no nothing really? to write home there. However, favorites straight up do hold the edge 27-21, and 21, but not as much of an edge as you would think when it comes to home and road splits. So you got to be a little bit more careful there if you're just playing it off those trends. Away favorites, 11-8, and eight, and home favorites, 16-13. and 13. So a little something to think about there. Don't rush to the window on favorites on the money line. Now, as far as against the spread goes, the trends are sticking, my friends. Away teams are 27 and 21 against their numbers. Underdogs, 30 and 18 ATS so far. That is absolutely beautiful. And when it comes to home and away splits for those same puppies who do hold the advantage against the spread so far this year, away dogs, 19 and 10 ATS, and home dogs, 11 and 8 ATS. So actually, home underdogs, not as good as dogs on the road very interesting mm -hmm. with full capacity stadiums back in action for all 32 teams Most definitely hmm also last but certainly not least something very historic something we haven't seen in quite some time and something we didn't think we were going to see this year outside of fucking primetime games we can't catch an under to save Most our lives in a primetime game but unders 28 and 16 overall in the NFL season so far. So 8 and 1, 20 and 15 to the under uh, so far our regular season games. You add, uh, there have only been four uh, overtime games. Four, yep. All four of them went over, obviously, no shit, Sherlock Holmes. 
All that being said, key trends, straight up, ATS, and over, under, anything else, looks like you got a little da-na-na, Do like the lightest version of that, like da yeah, because it's nothing crazy. Uh, but an update on the Steelers. Okorafor uh, remains in concussion protocols. Juju is expected to return to practice later this week. Deontay Johnson, TJ Watt, and Alex Highsmith are scheduled to practice too. So nothing crazy, uh, but I guess mainly that these guys aren't dead. Guys aren't dead. Guys aren't dead. Yeah, they aren't dead. Uh, all that being said, nothing else I can think of. That does it for the entire week three recap. All right. Time for a little uh, banter, our mag sidebar, a little uh, couple announcements you guys need to know about motivation minutes from yours truly, and we'll get all we'll all get on the fuck out of here. So first things first, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number one thirty four of the TTL pod on this B E A beautiful September twenty eighth, twenty twenty one, my friend. Football season has been in high gear now for uh, the better part of four weeks or so, college or NFL. And, uh, you know, the world, sports world is very much locked into that. However, little did you know, the NHL regular season starts two weeks from today. It's usually a little too, uh, comes up on us a little too quick. But, hey, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest NHL capper here, but I do love any two extra weeks. sports that we can get on there because I do love watching hockey. I'd love to get better at hockey uh, as far as capping. So I'm excited for this season to come up here. But uh, you've got the Penguins versus Lightning and the Seattle Kraken and the Golden Knights on opening night in two weeks. Not in Seattle. Wow. Interesting that they didn't decide, uh, you know, opening night to have it in Seattle. That's a little bizarre yeah, to me. But, but anyways, we do see the debut of the Seattle Kraken. As Love far it. as the odds here, the Avalanche are the odds-on favorite, uh, or the, excuse me, they are the favorite uh, coming in here, plus 550. The Lightning coming at plus 600 right behind them. Vegas, 700. Uh, the Leafs, 1,200. Bruins, 1,400. Islanders, plus 1,700. Our Blackhawks coming at 17th at plus four, uh, 4,100. To make the playoffs, Yikes. though, plus 100. Mm. Uh, would love to just see him back in the playoffs. I'll accept that right I now. I almost uh, wore my Shy Cups t-shirt uh, today, too, so that would have oh, been yeah. kind of perfect for your sidebar. But Two weeks? Shit. Well, I think the Blackhawks are two weeks from tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But, hey, plus 100 to make the playoffs. The Kraken uh, coming in at 20th, 4,800. To make the playoffs, minus 140. Hmm. Interesting there. And then uh, your Habs, uh, at least the 2020, 2021 Habs, plus 5,000 coming in as 22nd uh, in the entire NHL. So uh, wow. we'll see if you're hammering that, hammering that one in wow. this year or not. Les Habitants. But aside from the NHL, boys, we've got the NBA <gasps> that we will most definitely be hammering in some bets uh, when the uh, comes around that is three weeks from today also usually seemed a little a uh, little quick but hey our bowls may or may not be back Wake me up from this dream seriously dude uh they are the 14th most odds but that honestly I i'll i'll take that Hammer. i haven't been in above 20 in a while yeah 14th odds for the title, 7,000, so probably not going to hammer that in. Uh, you got the Nets, plus 210, Lakers, plus 440. Fuck uh, it, I'm putting a unit on that bad boy. What we got, The Bulls? Why the fuck not? Okay. To make the playoffs, minus 165. How's Why not? <laughs> Why not? I might I have know. to do a little Blackhawks-Bulls uh, playoff parlay there. Hey, but, uh, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, the Bucks plus that. 850 to repeat. The Warriors at plus 1,200, getting uh, Clay Thompson back this year. Jazz. Oh, shit. Jazz plus 1500, Suns plus 1500, Clippers 1800, Sixers 1800, uh, and that's all I wrote down. Skip to the Bulls at 
14th at plus 7,000 ahead of the Trailblazers, who obviously... Uh, I, I, it's coming to excitement from us because uh, they haven't been any, even anywhere near a conversation as far as a team like the Trailblazers no. who might be on their way down. No. But nonetheless, to be in the top half of the league as far as odds, I, hey. I, you can say you're hey. crazy. I'm not saying we have a chance at winning the title. Vucevic. Vucevic. I'm telling you, man, Vooch and um, DeRozan. DeRozan, Zach DeRozan Levine. Looks good. Levine. Nobody's talking about Patrick good. Williams Nobody's, in year two. You know, I think Lonzo Ball is not getting talked about um, enough. I think, I think it's a perfect fit I, for our team. Is the I thing. do, too, and I don't think he was able to be a true point guard like he needs to be in New Orleans. Bad and fit. I think he rolls into Chicago and looks fucking good. I think that switch is good for – I'm not a Pelicans fan. I love watching them because I'm a huge – not only Zion favorite, Brandon Ingram fan. I think yeah, it's yep. great for their team that Alonzo's gone, and yeah, yep. I think it's great for the Bulls. Perfect fit. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned Patrick Williams. I'm excited because Damn. nobody's talking about him, man. And uh, just get us back in the playoffs. Get us having some meaningful basketball back in our city because I want to go. Uh, I haven't seen a meaningful game in the United Center in uh, in a few years, and I'm ready for it. So damn bad. We're about uh, five weeks away from our other favorite sports starting college yes, basketball yes, uh right about 40 days 39 days i do believe we have the countdown timer going on talkingtheline.com yes, if you haven't seen it there check that out we always have the latest and greatest uh what sports coming up counting down i'll probably actually uh flip that over to uh nhl and uh i'll add a basketball one sure. here today too because sure. i totally forgot about that so we'll uh I'm gonna i'll, get I'll be sure to get with the it department on, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, updating the uh talking the line i'm gonna get cooking on an uh, nba futures blog coming up soon because uh they're they actually DraftKings added uh i know we kind of jump back and forth with books DraftKings added futures on over under as far as nba teams seeding for playoffs not just to make Ooh. the playoffs but like over under five and a half seed so i'm gonna be uh excited to dive into some of that okay dive into some awards i am such an nba fan man i can't wait not might have to wait a couple weeks as far as hammering in a bunch of bets typically the beginning of the nba season is a total crapshoot so i might have to pull the brakes back as far as yeah, daily hammering and bets in oh, for sure in a good spot for sure but last uh last year i did and uh, had a rough start and then uh had to bounce back which i did but uh you know, got myself into a hole the first couple of weeks of the season last year. So I might pull the reins back right away. Yeah, I'm not as big of a fan as this guy. And maybe maybe that's what got you in a little bit of a trouble. Maybe we'll maybe we'll think about that going in here. Maybe uh, betting Quite a little possibly. bit like the old fan. Maybe we'll think about that. So, uh, yeah, I'm not as big of a fan as this guy, but I absolutely love to cap it. I love point spread sports. Yep. I absolutely love them. Yep. And uh, yet yeah, still my second overall on action right now, plus about... 40 30 or 40 units from uh, last season so we had a hell of a fucking season i uh i think it was right around a 56 57 cover rate so had a fucking nba season cannot wait for that to come back nhl uh took it off the chin towards the end of the year i started off hot as shit yeah even you had us on a nice streak for a I minute was cooking i was cooking for sure and then i don't know where i, I started we both went south yeah i don't know where i started missing what i started doing so <laughs> i don't I, know every once in a while i'll think about that uh terrible terrible beat that we had it's i think it still is the worst beat of my entire year of any sport the penguins we had the penguins minus one and a half they were winning oh they're winning six like to one or yeah. seven to and one they let them all the way back and they only won by one yeah like eight yeah. to seven or something uh, yeah. like that and, and, uh, yeah so uh, going to the third period not just the entire game either. yeah that it's one... kind of like baseball it's kind of <laughs> like baseball bit. too kind of that fickleness so uh gonna have to uh look a little bit ahead check out some stuff but don't you worry we'll be all back in action for that partner thank you for your sidebars always always spurring the banter here for the crew there we go appreciate you
All that being said, a couple of key updates. If you didn't know, I've been back on the blog. Partner, you just mentioned a blog. Uh, he's got his blog, Extra Cheddar, every week. Drops uh, before the Packers play. It is their prop plays and any additional plays he likes on them. Hence the name, Extra Cheddar. 2-0 last I week. I am 2-0 uh, last week for sure. Cast it on one play. Yes, sir. Uh, both props, one play. That being said... I'm back in the writing game myself as well, into the UFC, dove deep, had a hell of a weekend this past weekend, cashed some nice plus money tickets. That's uh, that's the markets that I'm going to be targeting. I'm not going to uh, suggest you guys to hammer in minus 250 favorites because chances are you don't have the bankroll to make that worthwhile right. at all. So right. why the hell would I give you guys that type of analysis? Sure, that probably is going to be the fighter that wins, but why would I do that? So Going to get more into the round props, the decision props, the method of victory, if you will, props, all that stuff. Give you guys some good plus money poly value. And then I'll also have my punts and parlays. Back-to-back um, -back weeks, missed the parlay by one leg. And I think for the last two months now, on the third time around, after I do that, I rip it. So be on the lookout for this upcoming week. The parlays, the straight plays, all that stuff in between for my UFC blog. Uh, partner also mentioned he'll have his NBA futures blog. Uh, I will definitely have some college basketball blogs coming out. I've oh, uh, had some stuff kind of uh, under wraps for a while as far as conference series stuff like that. So looking uh, look into some wait. different stuff there. Um, been following John Rostein uh, like a hawk. Everything he's been doing. So Robot. that's that has been super sweet to uh, see him back in action. And uh, hey, we'll sleep in May. You know how it, how it goes. It spreads. Oh, oh yeah. That all being said. Uh, I'm excited. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, I am ahead. as excited for college basketball crowds as I was for college Ooh, football crowds. I can't dude. wait. I, can't I, wait. I like, I, you know, us as far as being football homers, football is still king, but I fucking love college basketball, See, dude. Like, the atmosphere I, of the college basketball, it is right up there. I didn't among fall those in love. Three. I didn't fall in love with the NFL till maybe like eighth grade, seventh grade. Cause like I, I just, there's certain reasons as to why I won't get on and all of that whole fucking shit. That's for a rainy day, sure. but there's reasons why I didn't watch NFL growing up. Um, but I absolutely loved college basketball um, because I connected with um, a lot of other guys that kind of were mentors to me. And um, one of them was my previous basketball coach when I was like in middle school and we'd all, he was the first person that ever showed me how to fill out a bracket. And I was in like mm. sixth grade, Yeah, yeah. I, that fifth or sixth grade. I think I was fifth grade, like 12, 13 years old, dude. And I, ever since I had just been hooked and then I was like, fuck, I can bet on this stuff now. And like, it was insane to me how much the same thought process just correlated right into mm -hmm. it and i was just like holy shit i i love college basketball yeah. even more now <laughs> and you better believe you will see me betting on big sky basketball oh, at 10 p.m on a wednesday There's so many great options on a daily basis montana in weber state and i'm going to be losing my mind over a six and a half point spread <laughs> and i will be screaming up and down for you to take weber state it is i cannot freaking wait boys there is no now there is some College football conferences, I'll avoid. I'll stay oh, away. Sure. Like, I don't I got no fucking clue. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, that nothing is off limits, limits for me with college <laughs> basketball. I will bet the shittiest of the shittiest. I will bet the, what the hell are the camels? I don't know. My team that fade last year was uh, Mississippi Valley State. Oh, Didn't matter if they the were Delta 40 Devils. point dogs. The Delta Devils, <laughs> boy. So oh, bad. they were terrible. 
yeah, then they uh, uh it was uh, the sea, something on. camels. The camels were a wagon and a yeah. half. You got oh. them at like minus two and a half. Campbell, Campbell yes. camels. Yes, the yes, Campbell yes. camels, boy. <laughs> that is uh, how deep we are <laughs> into wait. college. We actually had a uh, few few viewers um start watching the show, liking the show, and they were like, I mean, fuck man, college basketball was when we really started cooking with the podcast. And they were like, man, we really don't like college basketball. How much can we trust these guys? And that is where we rake. I'm at about a 57, 58% cover rate there as well, and I only anticipate a better year after cabinet. My months. action app doesn't look good, but it, it, we started using the action app, you know, like it was past late. halfway into the season. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cause Not my, mine's like 800. I got like 800 bets. You did a lot of college basketball. Bets. That is true. <laughs> I got like 800. Yeah. I, 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 there's nothing that's off limits yeah. for me. Like I, I did every bit of 800 picks. So, there you go. There you have it. Uh, last but certainly not least, uh, quick reminder. We do have another show outside of this, if you guys didn't know. It's called the Wise Words Podcast, and uh, we connect you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all of the sports gambling industry. Now, uh, we recorded yesterday's episode, episode number four, which drops tomorrow, Wednesday, September 29th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, electric. And let me tell you that this show will lead to other shows and other opportunities and other things that we can't even discuss or tell you about. But I hope and I wish that you would tune in to episode number four. Let us introduce you to another guy who we look up to highly, highly in the industry and somebody who you need to hear their wise words because they have yet another perspective. I will tell you, they are a professional odds maker. Mm. Professional Mm. odds maker on the wise words pod for episode number four. So we've had us two, us two guys. We've had 13. 13-time world champion handicapper Joe D'Amico. Yep. We've had the sports cheetah himself, Mm -hmm. Electric Factory, Preston Johnson. Right. We then decided to dip the toe into the worldwide leader, and we discussed some things about the future of sports betting with the deputy editor of sports betting at ESPN, Mr. David Behrman. DB to you. And to us. Of course. And then now, we have had a full, in-depth discussion, things we haven't even had an opportunity to touch on yet, with a professional odds maker. And more than just a professional odds maker, but you're going to have to tune into tomorrow's show to find out what all he does and what all the TTL crew has cooking up. All that being said, if you haven't already... Check it out. If you don't watch the Daily Show, um, well, if you do watch the Daily Show, you can just find the Wise Words podcast in our playlist. You can just hit the playlist on our YouTube channel, find it there. Or if you're listening on your favorite podcast directory, you can just type in Wise Words Podcast. You'll see Talking the Line Sports Media right across the front of it. Big green bold letters, some green light bulbs with some money signs in between and wise words. So stop on by, get your dose of wise words. Outside of that, Partner, any late breaking news? Any things I failed to mention? No, sir. Nothing on this Tuesday other than that minor, minor uh, Pittsburgh Steelers stuff. 
these uh, I feel like these Tuesdays are gonna start cooking up the more uh, some of these dumpster fires uh, so heat too. up, and uh, you know so we might too. have some more to talk about on Tuesday. Uh, I Tuesday think so mornings. too. And just as we said that, ah, just a little Marlon Mack, some <laughs> stuff. Marlon <laughs> Mack, Marlon Mack might get traded. Something a little uh. weird. Who knows? That's why he didn't play on Sunday. Trying to keep him healthy. Might uh, try and get as much capital as hmm. they can out of him. But okay. There you go. Uh, you want to know the latest? You want to see all the uh, latest content and stuff happening uh, in the world of TTL Sports Media, maybe on Twitter, in the world of sports gambling? We can help you out with that. You just got to go check out all of our stuff in one central location. So instead of searching the interweb, just go to this episode's description. Check the Talk in the Line link tree, the first link you're going to see there. And then you'll see TalkingTheLine.com, all of our social platforms and our additional content. So you can consume it all however, whenever you please. And you can always be up to date on all things TTL and the sports gambling industry. Oh, baby. Outside of that, nothing else I got for you guys. Nothing else I can think of. Make sure you keep tuning in to the daily show. One final step, my friends. You know the drill. You know the deal. Right at 1130, let's send you about your ways with my Motivation Minutes. Short and sweet for you here today, my friends. Um, don't really know where to start, where to begin with this one. And I think that kind of the quote, if you will, is the most important part. And I don't know who needs to hear it. I don't know who's been hesitating, been waiting, been delaying at chasing after your dreams and your passions. But I wanted to tell you today, and I wanted you to remember today, that you'll never know if you don't try. You will never get the answer to those questions if you don't at least attempt. I can promise you that. What I can also promise you is when you get to that ledge of... Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to spread my wings and fly and, and see if I have enough feathers on them bad boys to help lift me up. It's going to be one of the scariest moments of your life. It is going to be a moment where every possible what if and why not floods to the front of your brain. And what I can promise you is that if you have just enough courage to look beyond those and take a leap of faith... That sooner rather than later, with enough gumption, those feathers will start to grow on your wings. And the more you work, the more you flap, the more you get with it every single day, and the more yesterday's motivation minutes, you look yourself in the mirror and tell you you're not tired when you feel like giving no more. Because what I can also promise you is that when you get into chasing your dreams and your passion, there's still going to be times where it sucks, where it feels like you don't want to give anymore, where it feels like there are no answers, where it feels like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. But I can promise you, if you just keep going, you will find the right answer. And you will never know unless you try. So short and sweet today, my friends. Don't be a what-if man. Don't live your life in the, what if I would have tried that? What if I would have taken that opportunity? What if I would have built that relationship a little bit more? Stop living your lives in the what ifs and also in the why nots. Stop making up excuses as to why you can't go after something because 
bullshit. If it's on your mind, if it scratches and itches at you, then go scratch it yourself. Go take care of it. Go handle it. Go chase your dreams and your passions to the fullest. If you can think of it and you're willing to work for it, it will come into your life. I promise you. I promise you. And I'm not some swarmy, I'm not some genius that's sitting up on a stage getting paid to tell you these things. This is stuff I apply in my life every single day, and I promise you, it is the truth. So not for me, my friends. For you. Please, chase after your dreams and your passions, and remember, when you get to those what-if moments, you get to those why-not moments, why you shouldn't do something or chase after that dream, and you're on the ledge, ready to make the leap of faith, but are thinking about stepping back, don't. And remember that you'll never know if you don't at least try. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Great stuff, my man. I don't know how much else to add, but I know, uh, I mean, we're, we're kind of living proof that uh, we're doing something like this. And I can promise you, if uh, we didn't do this, I, it would be a kind of daily thing. Like, what if we did? Yeah. What if we did? What if we would actually, what if we would have not? What if we would have right. just, and yeah. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't live in that. Nope. And I am beyond grateful to have you sit next to me Most definitely. and have this show. And let me promise you before you jump out of your jeans there on uh, some <laughs> ESPN breaking <laughs> late announcement, let me promise you guys that all of you who have been the TTL faithful from the jump, and we know who you are. I promise you, we know who you are. Hey, TB, it's all good, baby. Is that is that Tom Brady? Who is that? Is that Tom Brady? <laughs> it's all good. We appreciate you nonetheless. Um, kind of plays into what I was saying. We see you. We know who you are. And let me promise you that this is only the beginning. Still some room on the train, too. We got some big shit coming. And bigger than I think either one of us realize. And uh, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep growing for each and every one of you. And stay on the rocket ship, my friends, because we're about to bust through the fucking atmosphere. So get ready. Cannot wait to uh, to bring these things to you. But again, you know me. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. So you won't know about shit till it's happening, baby girl. So just don't relax. Get yourself a seat on the rocket ship. And let's take off to the damn moon. Now, partner. Dan -dan -dan. Perfect level. So for us, we definitely care about the 99% of people that will hear this. It is yes. a college basketball news. Oh, baby. Conference movement? Realignment? Whoa, 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 whoa. But I say nobody else cares except us because it is in a conference that we hold dear. The Missouri Valley Conference oh, is Oh, hey, 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 hey. The Missouri Valley Conference for basketball is adding a, an 11th member. Who is this? The Belmont Bruins. Wow. Oh, not a bad, uh, not a bad not addition a bad, at all. Nice competition. I think they fit right in. I think they really do too. And you guys might not have a fucking clue in hell were, who the Belmont right. Bruins are, but they've been a good. They've been a good. Uh, I mean, if you're tapped into college basketball, you should. You know, they remind me a lot of Missouri State. Like, that's yeah. that's a pretty. They've been better. Even though, though they're the Bears, I mean, that, that's kind of funny that they're the Bears. But that 
Damn, that's wow. I'm actually really excited about that addition to the MVSC. Hopefully, they don't run train on us. But uh, hey, yeah, hopefully, we got some ISU coming <laughs> yeah, uh, out of the know, Ohio Valley. That's where they were. It's, uh, from what I've seen, I don't know. I have, I've lost touch with a lot of the boys there uh, since yeah, sure. we've been out of school. But hey, it uh, been a far cry since the old days of P. Lee and uh, our yeah. boys. So yeah. I, I, got, had, I got real tight with P. Lee. I haven't talked about it to him in a long time. We have, uh, we had a nice wow. era of basketball and football while we were there. When we were there, we were raking it, boy. We were having a blast when we were there. But that all being said, Roll Birds, thanks for the final update, partner. All I think right. that was a good uh, breaking news alert Shit level, yeah. too. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm saying your level yeah, right, of it. Uh, right, perfect. Hey, yeah. another bird out there. You're damn right, <laughs> yes, Roll Birds, baby. Uh, all that being said, my friends, we have jawed, we have chatted, we have discussed just about every doggone thing we possibly yeah. could. You missed any of the week three recap of the NFL season? Hey, it's all going to be here. It's all good. But you better get to it quick because we will be back on tomorrow's show for the entire week for look ahead and rundown. Probably going to have some early value. We're already locking in just Most like definitely. we did last week. Some early games we are going to be running in the opposite direction and hope you do too. And then, hey, We'll talk about the sharps. We'll talk about the squares, maybe the parallelograms and rhombuses. Who knows exactly what's going to be happening, but we will talk about all of it on tomorrow's show and what bets we will be placing. Then, you know the drill, Thursday Night Football, Friday Massive Show, bunch of bets, and then we are right back to cash and tickets. I can't wait. Got a little bit of time. Till we can get that uh, that little bit of off the chin yeah. last night. But, hey, it's already out of mind. I'm not even worried nah, about it. No sweat I'm just all. ready to cash some more doggone tickets so we can get back after it. All that being said, my friends, send you about your days the only way we know how. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, NFL fans, Fake fans of the NFL Shield, fantasy football players, anybody I might have left out, Four and one. Fucking got me. I <laughs> got him with the snap count from myself and Mags. Thank you guys so much for stopping by episode number 134 of the Talking Line podcast on this beautiful September 28th, 2021. Now you really don't have to check your calendar for the final time from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're only going to keep growing and grinding. We got big stuff on the horizon, my friends, and we can't wait to bring it all to you and be able to share it all with you. So please keep sticking around. Hey, hit that share button too. I didn't tell you guys that earlier. Hey, send it on over. Brothers, sisters, friends, uncles, neighbors, enemies, anybody you care. TTL pod is for all. First time better. Daily degenerate. We got all of your backs covered. Don't you worry. But for now, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, we'll see you at the pay window soon so you can stay with us on every show. Let's cash some tickets.